Welcome back, one and all, to another episode of the Dice Crisis Podcast. As always, I'm sitting here, Allard, your GM, with Kyle. Cheers. Michael. Howdy ho. And Eli. Yep, yep. Everybody doing good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, just great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for, yeah. For Love to hear it. Love I'm to not hear stressed it. out at all, Allard. Yeah. This is, so this is a big, big episode we're getting into. Huh? Yeah. Any, any, any <laughs> thoughts that you guys just want to, like, get out of, like, where you guys are at right now? Just up, up, up ahead right now. As a player, I've been extremely anxious for this episode, and as a character, I've been extremely anxious for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, clammy hands already. Hell yeah. Feel disconnected? Oh. Um, yeah, I feel like I've just kind of been in my own little world, and you... stuff's happening around me that I'm not fully aware <laughs> of. That's, yeah, you have, your time spent with with Escarvala has been a lot of time not spent with the other two. Yes. And I just, I don't know, I feel sort of lost right now, just like, I'm on my toes, just like, (laughs) I'm very reactionary, like, if something's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, and I gotta... Mm-hmm. react to it I just I don't know what's coming for me Where so Crow's just waiting for the shoe to drop yeah with a drunk <laughs> the very drunk with a drunk matron. maiden <laughs> drunk drunk girlfriend almost maybe you guys haven't talked about it I don't know <laughs> what are I, don't, we? I don't know how she rules <laughs> you better get into the what uh, are we conversation I guess right she now. has W concubine yeah concubine Crow right. One step above slave. <laughs> if we can, if yes. we can get some good crow cron- concubine uh, art, just, just gonna throw that out into the ether. Crow Ooh. concubine art. Yeah, let's let see us it. have it. Let's see. Please. It. Uh, <laughs> what about Elyon? Let's see some oh. gimped out art. <laughs> yeah, she misses her good buddies River and Crow. She's feeling kind of alone. I yeah, I'm, I already, I. I don't know what but, what, what to do. But you're never alone now. You have you have Docticula. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. She does have, uh, she gained a new friend. Friend? Yeah. Could right. she be a friend? Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, she considers sure. her a friend. She hasn't done anything she bad to you. Sure. Yeah, maybe even a best friend. Yeah. She's right. done more for me than maybe anyone else. I mean, day one, and you're Definitely. already disguised as a beggar on the street. So up to you, I guess. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's some steady vibing out there. It feels kind of good. Does she inspire you? I think I inspire her. Yeah, uh-huh. probably. She's learning from you. Uh- oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, turns out you're the reason that she that of her of her you're the reason for her arc in Pathfinder Second Edition. Who's Elyon news? is the crux of her arc <laughs> <laughs> in our world. Uh, but anyway, moving on to some housekeeping, Kyle, what do you got for yes. us in the Patreon poll world? That was my segue, mm-hmm. asking if yes, she inspired you. Oh, we got inspiration, <laughs> but it's also. Monthly Hero Point Day. Dumb. I got some <laughs> chips ready. Well, who do you want? What do you want to start with? Let's start with the inspiration. Weekly inspiration gets thrown to Eli. Oh, get that blue chip, boy! Get inspired. Ooh, congrats! No ties, no roll offs, no funny business. Straight up, it was straight up. Hell yeah! I appreciate everyone who got me this far. I'd like to thank. And now for the Hero Point or Villain Point. You know him. You love him. You know he's villainous. It's Allard. It's me again. Always villainous. (laughs) I'm sitting on two right now. Y'all are being too nice to me. Oh my goodness. Uh, I need to get my other. They probably made these decisions before they caught up, and now they're like, well, that's. I don't know about. (laughs) Yeah, the timeline of when when the voting and (laughs) when. Which episode we choose to air it on is can really it could really change the tides on whether or not you're currently favoring Allard. Yeah, if you <laughs> if you chose me uh, a month ago, yeah, right <laughs> at the at the start of the new poll, things things might have changed. Maybe I don't deserve these anymore. He's got two. He's stacking. I have two, so I will counter them with my two. We'll see how those pan out. Uh oh. Last time on the Dice Crisis Podcast, we started with an Elyon scene that I'm not going to describe in the recap because our boys still don't know about it. I don't. So I'll pick up where these two started off. Uh, Crow was getting frisky with Escrivala. She told him that he were he was to be her, her guard for the following night at the Cyclic Slime. River was 
freaking out a little bit. <laughs> Couldn't find a mirror to save their life. Uh, didn't want to tangle with uh, with uh, Fevea Fevea Fedeva. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was in the in the in the church thing. Yeah, you didn't want to mess with her. Nope. Ran into Axma. Yep. Um, just a whole bunch of uncomfortable back to back, and then I should have just stayed in the room. And then you <laughs> went back to your your hidden campsite of beds, and that's when the lights went out, and Elion appeared in the darkness. Or was it wasn't as sudden as that? It was eerie. I made it eerie, right? It was spookier you spookier. than that. <laughs> I was spooky, right? Yes, it was so spooky. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, El- the the shadows dropped Elion off back in her room at. House Vonarch. The shadows dropped her off. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and Elion proceeded to inform River that the, they had been made. She had been made because of the Azrene signet. Got her things together. Teleported out of there. Threw her amulet and the Azrene ring into uh, into different, different, mind you, uh, sewer entrances. <laughs> um and hid at the blind eye overnight. Uh, y'all woke up in the next morning and got ready for the cyclic slime, passed on the news that, yeah, that we knew, <laughs> uh, and you guys got ready for the cyclic slime. Elion also got ready for the cyclic slime her own way, seeing that her, her new demon lord had left her a holy symbol behind that would help her hide while in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And you took off to prepare yourself by buying more scrolls. Wise, uh, you use wise and appearances to get in and out nicely, and now you have some disguised selves. Everybody converged at the cyclic slime, uh, Dween and Ilda with the Vonar caravan and the red carpet event, went up to the box seats. Axma brought River down to the front rows where the, the shows just kind of began and you guys observed that Axma likes to talk too much. My boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> Escarvala got even more drunk on this family outing than the outing with y'all before. Uh, Alakovnis Vonark shows up. You haven't seen her before. She was supposed to meet with Alevra and Cardinier Azrene, but their chairs in the bo- in the Vonarch box seat were left empty. Y'all spotted Cardinier on the other side in his box seat. Kind of something's weird. Escarval was like, "Wait, if he's here and Elion or es- uh, Lessis isn't here, what does that mean? And if he's not sitting with with Alakavnis, what does that mean?" And uh, then Alakavnis suddenly stood up and teleported away. Sussy. <laughs> Sussy. Yeah, I Indeed. don't like any of that. And after that, the lights went out dramatically, and a hushed silence went over the crowd. But before we get into that, Elion, I just want to check in with you and your and what you're doing outside. Are you just hunkering down waiting? What are you doing? Yeah, uh, assuming that there is still steady traffic in the street and she's not too conspicuous to have sat down and kind of claimed a little bit, of territory in the shadows, she is continuing her disguise, which mm-hmm. lasts for um, two hours. If it reaches that limit, then she's going to do what she has to do and just pull her hood up tight. Hopefully, she'll be inconspicuous. And um, she is to keep herself busy and to make herself look busy. She is writing on notes. She has uh, some papers out and she is scribbling. Um, okay. And uh, I mean, she's mostly just writing to look like she's writing, but largely she's keeping her eyes out, scanning left and right. Heck yeah. Do a you... shadow cast over her eyes beneath her hood. Nice. Uh, so you, when you're hanging out there, you notice that even after like entry happens and stuff, a lot of people are still just kind of like hanging around the outside of the front of the cyclic slime. Um, and people kind of trail off and there are fewer and fewer people all the way over into that back door area that you had found before would you station your where would you station yourself as you're doing that uh she'll station herself so she has a view of the back door and the front door if she can okay you can kind of get a side angle at it it might not be you might not be able to see both doors but you could maybe see if anyone were passing around either 
yep. side. She, she wants to see the back door and have a view of traffic towards the front door. Okay, perfect. And um, she's going to break some drow bread while she's down there too. Eat a little <laughs> bit, uh, have a snack. Really look like she is just hanging out. Perfect. Uh, make me a disguise check. Dis- uh, disguise check, you say? Yes. Okay. And you'll have a. I'll I'll figure in a, a bonus for your spell work, uh, just on my end. All right. All right. You know what? I roll. I picked a die at the beginning of of this session, <laughs> uh-huh. and I said this is the only die I'm gonna roll. And I just habitually grabbed the wrong die, what? and I rolled a natural one, uh, dude. and that's what I deserve. <laughs> oh no! You so, betrayed the dice. Wow. That's a that six. The dice doesn't like you. It doesn't. Six. You have a good bonus for literally looking like a different per- person, but the other die was a natural one too. Really? They have cursed me. They that said is something. They said um, uh, you're a liar. You got yeah. some bad juju's going you on. Gotta make some there. apologies to the dice. Now. I don't know what to do for you right at this moment. But I can tell you that as you're as you're sitting over there, um, I think you will make a perception check. Okay. As you're keeping an eye out, looking busy. Give my die a little kiss, please. I'm sorry. Uh, a perception, you say? Yes. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. You would you'd probably note that you you would see. Um, at least once or twice a group of Azrene guards just kind of like make a once by the entire place. Um, you see that there, there's, there's, a, there's a, a, a larger presence of, um, of guards and stuff in the area just because there are all the noble houses here right now. Uh, the Azrene ones uh, are the only ones that were actually patrolling around a little bit. Um, not terribly surprising. Um, but what does surprise me is I didn't know that there were any drow in the Azrene house except for um, the house royalty. But there, there are. There, yeah. There, there's. There are no like actual Azrene drow there besides Cardinier and Levra. If she's still around. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are still drow guards and such. Okay, so these aren't demons patrolling. No, they're the, drow. They, no, they didn't bring the demons to the to the show. No. Oh, okay. They didn't bring the demons <laughs> to the drow show. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Thankfully, no. Um, yeah, and that's that's all you notice. Um, and at your two-hour mark, the your your thing would your your spell would disappear, and the show is still going on. Uh, she pulls, I mean, she doesn't have to adjust much. She's already kind of in the shadows. Mm-hmm. The wrinkles um, kind of disappear from her hands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess she was kind of disguised as a bit of a beggar. So knowing that the time is going to come out, she is going to take this as an opportunity to move positions. And she will try to slip into an alley, mm-hmm. um, get out of sight somewhere, turn back to her normal self. Cool. Do you want me to roll anything on that? Um, I I think just roll me a stealth check now that you don't have a disguise on. Okay. Uh, 18. Nice. And then she is going to find her way back. Um, uh, she'll find her way back. So she, 18, she is going to move um, and find a different position and she will change her habits a little bit. Actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. Um new character sheet that was a Ooh. 21 Ooh. higher stealth higher plus three higher stealth. stealth so 21 on that stealth <laughs> she's gonna find a uh, move back in find a position that she can um camp up at and maybe this time she'll kind of like walk around a little bit and i don't know like take the sights, stroll a little bit she's not going to continue doing the same thing she was doing that would be suspicious okay good 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 cool yes and at about the three hour mark, uh, you notice that the most of the crowd that had been outside has entered in and it's a little bit less bustling. And uh, before the the crimson kind of glass ceiling of this place was kind of lit up and then you see uh, the illumination go out. Oh. And then we're going to pick back up inside. Uh Lights go out, 
dramatically. A hush comes over the entire crowd. And after a moment of suspense, a beam of light appears at the ceiling, shooting down, but it is blocked before it hits the floor by some sort of wooden board or platform suspended on chains that's being lowered down, illuminated. So the beam cuts through the darkness and extends down as this thing lowers. After it drops a bit more, you're able to see a drow woman standing atop it, lavishly dressed in a sparkling black dress. dress. Um, she kind of looks like a drow version of Yzma from The Emperor's New Groove. Less less hideous beyond all, all belief, but she's got one of those like weird, not weird, but huge kind of headdress, headpieces, headdresses on that kind of like grabs all of her hair and it goes back in this big old thing decked out to the nines uh, and she sways and waves as she descends on the on the board illuminated by the light as it comes down uh, beneath her you can all make out the shapes of shadowy figures moving around on the floor putting in place tables putting things on the tables you see they they push out this huge bubbling cauldron and put it into the middle right below the path of descent uh, of this thing being lowered to the ground and it is uh it is kind of slightly glowing and you can in this in the the kind of silence that's come over the crowd you can hear it bubbling slightly welcome welcome i am breathless Thank you, thank you all for coming. The show is about to begin, so everybody, take a deep breath, because I'm about to take the rest of them away. And as her descent nears the bottom, she steps off the platform and feather falls elegantly to the ground, turning and waving again to the audience, making a grand show of things, and everybody cheers as she does. Everybody make a perception check, but it's in here. Do I get the elf bonus? Yep. Okay. 28. Nice. 30, 30. Nice. So as she jumps off the platform, the platform itself begins to like spin and flip around. So the top uh, now kind of becomes the bottom and it's hanging at an angle. And you see strapped to the bottom now of this board is an elf with white mangled hair just draped in his face. His feet are cut off. And he is—he's got kind of tubes already stuck into them, and you notice the very—I don't know—unique tattoos of quavas on this no, on this elf's arm it. as he's being lowered down right over the cauldron. No. What did you just say? Oh, I didn't see that coming. I at all. knew it was quava. Right when you said elf, I knew it was quava. What? How did you make that jump? Oh fuck, I didn't. Oh my right god. Right when you said elf, I was like, God damn it. How? Ugh. Okay. Okay. This is this is player right now. This is not character. Yeah. Right what now. Are, what's going through? What are the? How do the characters react? I mean, I just have to watch <gasps> and. <gasps> I, um, <laughs> no, Kyle had a freak just out face on too. Just, <gasps> You're breathing on me weird. <laughs> Says Escrivala. I think I just like avert my eyes for like a couple seconds and then look back up and just kind of take it. I am, I am fearing for my life. And now some, some kind of illuminate, uh, some eerie eerie purpley colored dancing lights are now kind of spinning around breathless as she she walks on the ground now. Long, long ago, we were forced to flee underground as our own people abandoned us on this wicked and doomed planet for dead. For years, we battled against this new terrain and many, many new foes. And for the longest time, we were only given a few options in life. Starvation, plague, enslavement, and madness. Our weak prove burdensome on our strong. The hungry starved the hearty. The feeble sickened the healthy. And we were on the brink 
of extinction. Then one fateful day, our first matrons heard calls from the dark and whispers in the shadows. Venerate us and you shall have all you need to survive. Praise us and you shall have all you need to conquer. And we listened and we did what our demon lords bid of us. And through their great power, we rose up from the stalagmites to create the great drow civilizations we have today. The strongest beings down here in the dark. And today we give praise to them all with this sacrifice and to Hegenti himself in particular, the Lord of Alchemy and Change. Some kind of cheering goes off. Do something up kind of, front. Kind of rever- reserved, but... I'm just watching at this point, I think, too, after I averted my eyes, I kind of am darting across the crowd a little more than I was before. Half in a... Half in a to be alert and half in a this is really hard to hear type mm-hmm. way. Today we have a very special subject for you all to witness. A surface elf and she raises a hand to Quava hanging there. His tribe too was left for dead by our cousins, though their forests protected them better than our newfound home did. But this ignorant little elf gave his sympathies to the lying elves instead of those who truly understood the hardships his people had to go through to survive. And he pledged his services to them, these despicable elves. For that, we have no choice but to execute him and cleanse him through my lord, Hagenti and he will be turned into a beautiful Urnikers and put on display here in our city. And the crowd cheers at that. This is twisted, man. I don't. I don't cheer. He was kindly, very kindly delivered to us by our great matron of Azrene, Alevra. Some claps here and there, kind of like scattered claps at that. She had to leave again abruptly to deal again with our cousins above us, but she wishes us the best and wanted me to pass on a little message to you. Our wait to return to the surface is finally coming to a close, and soon the evil surface dwellers we call cousins shall be wiped out and our revenge will finally be had for the thousands of years we were left to toil in the darkness, being fed upon by its unwelcoming denizens. And to that, you hear an applause that is scattered and uneasy at best. Mm-hmm. At the very best, it seems like from the Azrene box seats and down to the floor, there's clapping, but above you where like the majority of the, of the, the, the drow watch, mm-hmm. uh, it's more quiet. Mm, okay. Should I fish a sense motive at all? Is that a, or like a perception at all? Uh, what do are you trying? What do you want to know? <clears throat> I guess uh, more. Were they not uh, stoked on the? I guess the elimination of the elves, or were they not stoked that like they didn't have a say in this? Maybe like is something okay. Make a make a sense motive. They had nothing to do with this, and now they're uh, upset. Sense motive. Twenty-seven. I think that you would gather that it's. That the the, the Azrenes and their actions is kind of a, a splitting topic amongst the Drow and its population. Okay, okay, more family beef. Uh huh. Now let the moment you've all been waiting for commence. And her and her sister, her assistants, start loading up the cauldrons with chemicals, insects, spiders, and a bunch of other unidentifiable alchemical ingredients. And as it starts to, it starts as like this kind of, kind of neon greeny kind of bubbling. It it swirls into kind of an orange as as she adds more, uh, 
ingredients to it, and they're starting to prepare uh, the the flesh uh, warping solution that he will be dipped in. And she kind of explains the process of that as she goes through them. Axuma turns to Dween. He goes, "Oh, I've never seen this. She she must be she must be." Uh, experimenting with her with her formulae. I've never seen it glow orange before. Oh, it's much different than the green. This could be very exciting. I'm Who knows what could happen? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Panning the room. And then from above, a booming laughter echoes through the area. <laughs> you all look up to see Donnie Whitehand floating in high in the air. Whitehand puffs a cig. Look at all of you, pathetic, blind, sheep in your temple to your depravity, watching the deaths of those you're glad you are not. Too weak and scared to challenge that which keeps you in the dirt? Those of you not under direct control of the creatures of the abyss are underfoot of the noble houses and smile and thank them as they stomp you into the dirt and squeeze you for everything you're worth. The systems are failing you all. No longer are our matrons trying to protect you from the dangers around us. They, now they only use you to keep the power they've claimed and you all give it to them willingly. And at that, a dark necromantic spell hurls through the air at Donnie. You trace its path back over to the Azrene box, and you see Cardinier is now standing. And his, his spell nears its mark. A hundred other offensive spells all are cast from different points of the audience, all on uh, Donnie Whitehand. Oh, God. Oh, my. Donnie, would you... You better have a bubble on, boy. <laughs> Where'd you come from? Where's that bubble? Where did you come from? Where did and you as you come? see, all the magic collide. It erupts in an explosion of magic. And before the smoke can clear, you hear Donnie laughing again. <laughs> as his untouched form is revealed only moments later, as he flies out from the cloud toward the Azrene box, <laughs> you never knew when you were outmatched, Cardinier. And as he says these words, it blasts with sound out in a cone of sonic energy, erupting the Azrene box seat, blowing Cardinier and all of his guards just back into rubble. Oh my gosh. Yes, Donnie. Okay. Holy shit. Okay. Now, I will continue unless anyone has anything to say about it. And he kind of <laughs> floats back up into the middle. Even now, your glorious matron of Azrene has twisted you into believing that she can wipe out the elves above us and that this is good for all of us? This is demonstrably false. She does not, or she does this for her own power and to satiate her thirst for vengeance. Do you, what do you think will happen when she brings down her judgment onto the elves, huh? That they'll be wiped out and we'll be free to continue as we please? No! It will be impossible to wipe them all out, and the survivors will come for us. Do you think that other nations will be unaffected by the damage she causes? No! These, the other nations on the surface will surely feel her sting and come for their own justice. And you will all suffer the retribution of those trying to get back at the nobles' decisions. Just like you all will suffer my retribution for the actions of your nobles. And with that, uh, Donnie shatters the chains, holding up Quava with a spell, uh, still attached to the wooden board, and Quava falls into the cauldron. Oh, no. The liquid splash, uh, splashes and starts bubbling uh, violently. Uh, oh my River, God. you see Axima's eyes widen as he sees what's about to happen, and then the, the, the cauldron explodes into fire, spraying into the crowd. Roll me a percentile check, River. Okay. Will do. Big fire. Don't roll low. Jeez. Don't roll low. How is a 96? That, your <laughs> section is missed completely. <laughs> Uh, but, but, but. Oh my god. But other sections of the lower 
area are lit aflame as screams erupt from the mouths of those engulfed, and you all hear the sounds of stone cracking as when the explosion hit, you hear the sound underneath. And the crowd starts to wildly dispense as Donnie laughs and disappears. The smoke starts filling the stadium as you all hear the structure start to rumble. What do you do? (laughs) What do you do? Um, Crow would pick up Escrivala. Hell yeah. Let's let's just jump into a quick initiative here just to keep this easy and organized since you all are spread out. Ah, not very reactive. I'm not. No, no, sir. Not doing. Not. I can't do nothing here. Actual initiative. Yeah. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. Twelve. Twelve. Seventeen. Seventeen. All right, Elion. Uh, from outside, you hear the explosion and the 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 ceiling kind of illuminates again with a flash. Um. Make a perception check. Okay. That is a 17. All right. Uh, what do you do? Elyon is um, kind of stops from where she was kind of like pacing around a bit. Mm-hmm. She turns, recognizes this must be the moment, takes a deep breath, and she casts fly on herself. Nice. And she starts walking towards the back door. Hell yeah. Smart. Uh, next was River. All right. <clears throat> Back inside, uh, everybody in the stands has got up, out, is leaving. freaking out, leaving. Uh, you're basically being swarmed uh, with just people trying to get get up and out. Yep, what do you do? I'm just fully screaming at him, like, we've got to get out of here. Don't worry. Follow me. And I actually push him in front of me to like get out into the aisle, and then I'm going to come around in front of him. But when I push him in front of me, I'm going to bail the amulet. Okay. And then I'm going to escort him out as fast as I can, just hoping that he doesn't see me do that. Okay. Uh, make a sleight of hand check. Ooh, baby. Yeah, that's about a 10. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, the crowd pushes you around. Um, where are you leading him? Yeah, so uh, I'm. I guess it would make more sense for me to ask: Am I closer to the front, front or back door? Because I want to go to the back door, but I don't. Uh, you don't necessarily know where the entrance of where? that back door is, but you can look for it. Uh, okay, with yeah, a, you yeah. can give me like a. Can uh, I see I'll say a, dun- a dungeoneering people? check to see if you can you can just like understand where people the layout. are pouring out. Yeah, they're they're pouring out the front. Twenty nine. 29 yeah so everybody pours out the front uh-huh. uh, you start pushing them uh, you start pushing axima against the crowd to go back towards the back way yeah I'm in um, front of him to be uh, you're in front of him now yep. pulling him yep he's like where 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 oh wait, how is he sounding? Where, where are we going we're, we're gonna be traveled we've got a much quicker door this way oh are you sure I'm pretty sure make a diplomacy or intimidate how do you or oh diplomacy oh yeah yeah I'm pretty sure it's not a good thing to hear oh god 12. 12? Okay. Uh, he uh, he's he looks uncertain, but he, he nods and trusts you. Right. I mean, yeah, I think just follow the soldier, man, and I just am uh, yep. escorting him. You're his bodyguard. He's as gonna quick trust as, you. As quick as I can, I'll take the brunt of any people walking into me. Heck yeah. Crow, what do you do? Well, perception check, how what how, what did Escrivala do when that happened? Um, let's see. Like, did she, like, pass out? Did she just... Was um, she, like, scared? Uh, you think she had passed out, and now the screaming and yelling, she's, like, blinking her eyes open. Ugh. What? What is going on? Okay, I'm gonna pick her up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me it. Well, so you can lift her up. I can lift her up. You can lift her up. I'm gonna lift her up and start running. Alright, which direction are you going? Which, uh, can I make it? Do I know which way would be easier? Like, what what can I tell? Um, you didn't come out to scout, but you, I think they would have told you that there is a back door, uh, that River, you probably know that River's planning on going there. Um, but the okay. majority of the crowd, uh, is funneling out the front doors. There are more doors in the front. <laughs> more door. <laughs> there are more doors in the front, uh, and there are less doors in the back. Um, you, no one can simply walk through them. They all have booby traps. Just kidding. 
<laughs> My sorry. eyes what? just got so wide. Sorry, sorry. I, I couldn't resist saying, the, uh, trying to riff off Mordor. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so everybody's so going to the front. It looks yes. like you. it might be tough to try. It might be slow going and like pushing mosh pity as people are trying to funnel out through there. I'm going to go to the back door. Okay. So Hell yeah. I'm running towards there with a, Hell yeah. with a drunken... And you also know where I'm going. As you guys make your way through this crowd, you take you each take uh, eight points of non-lethal damage okay. just th- as you're wading Damn. through the crowd. Ow, and ow. everyone's frantically freaking out, pushing and shoving as Damn. they're all trying not to die. Uh, you hear the structure of the building starting to creak and crack. Um, as you're leaving and by, as the smoke kind of cleared from the explosion, you would notice that there was just a whole crevice created from the explosion of the cauldron. And it looks like that's not uh, structurally sound anymore. Um, Elyon, back at, back at you, you can see some of the glass on the, on the, top, on the top of the building start to start cracking. And you can hear some of the rumbling as people are just funneling out the front and screaming. Um, Azune guards, what are they doing? Uh, are they nearby at all? They actually, let's see, are still on the ground. Um, you see that the guards are actually, they, they weren't able to get back inside to try to protect anybody because of the flood of people uh, outside. So they are, all the guards who are left outside are basically just like trying to hurry people out and just kind of waiting for members of their house to to pick from the crowd and and get back to their carriages and stuff. It's kind of a madhouse. It doesn't look well organized. Or do I see many people going to the back? Um, No one has gone to the back. Everyone's coming out the front. Everyone's coming out the front. Fascinating. I I rolled on it. Crowd mentality. Elyon will um, pick up her pace into Mm -hmm. a light jog technically she's going to be walking here but she's kind of moving quick because um, walking while everyone's running is kind of sus <laughs> uh, and while she does that she's going to cast heightened awareness and everything kind of clear a little more clarity over everything mm-hmm. and that's her turn hell yeah um uh let's see river you were so let's 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 just do it this way so y'all both went to the back entrances <laughs> yeah um right. Going out the doors, Crow and uh, Escarvala are a floor up. Uh, so, like, you guys kind of go out the back stairwell, like emergency kind of escape that nobody took. And, uh, yeah, you guys meet up in that hallway. Uh, I mean, I you might actually get out first. Yeah. If, followed yeah. kind of close behind by Crow and Escarvala. Cool. Uh, I mean, I told Crow prior my entire plan, and I... From what I understood, it sounded like he was going to uh, get Escarvala back, and this was kind of like my own shindig. So to my understanding, I'm not waiting for anyone at this back door. And cool. when I hit that when I hit that door, I'm gone. Cool. Uh, I'm going to try and get him to, uh, like, if I even need to, I'm going to say that I'm taking him straight to, uh, straight to cover, and uh, we'll get help there or something. Heck, yeah. So, yeah, you would definitely get to the bottom, bottom and out before uh, Crow would... Um, and you take off. Elyon would see you uh, leave first. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Straight towards that alleyway. That's a couple so blocks yeah, away. Elyon, as you're as you're making your way towards the back door, you see Dween and Axuma pop out it. Ooh. Okay. How far <laughs> is it? My turn. Um, Crow is still in the middle of uh, of making his way there. This your your meeting happens before Crow can get to you. So I wanted to just boom. What do you guys do? Oh, do, I don't see Elian, do I? You're not invisible, are you? Well, I don't know why I'm I not, would just think I'm not, no, a... I'm not at the back door yet. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, so... You just had eyes on it. I was just gonna, I was moving to the point. Mm-hmm. You I see, guess. you see them come out the back door. Um, I'm running towards that alleyway, so if she's not on the way towards that alleyway, then we don't run, intersect, it's up to, up to Elian's placement there. Yeah, I was, she, I was just jumping ahead to where you guys intersect. She slows her pace. She's not going to meet the two of them. Okay. Uh-huh. Fair. You see them go out and moving. Uh, River is bringing him to the alleyway. You spot him. Slow down. Uh, Crow um, making it uh, to the stairs down, and you make it out. What do you do? What direction do you go? Do I see any commotion as I first break the barrier of the door? Uh, you make a perception check. 
in the 10 seconds it took me to get out after. Oh, that's a good, that's a good roll there. That's going to be a 33. 33. You, you spot Elyon hiding in the shadows. Uh, I don't know how far away you were, but you're 21 stealth. It beats that. Uh, you're spotted. But or, or else, yeah, all the commotion is coming from the front of the building. <laughs> I, I don't see uh, Duane and Axum. Uh, I don't see where they I, are. They, they've already dipped off down an alleyway out of uh, line I don't know how fast his little legs run, but I'm pulling him as fast as he can go. <laughs> okay, if I can actually, if I can truly see Elyon, I'm going to go... Uh, yeah, I think you would be able to spot her unless, uh, Michael, you say that Elyon is out of line of sight of that area. The back door. Um, she's not out of line of sight. She's visible to the back door. I'd okay. say she's sticking to the shadows. Cool. Yeah, you you def you like is that Elyon hiding in the shadows? <laughs> Do I blow her cover? I'm trying to think if I want to go a different direction than you two or the same direction. What was our plan? To kill Axima. Our plan was that you weren't gonna have anything to do with, pretty much with the with the killing part, right? Like you weren't gonna come to the alleyway with us. Why? Because then she's at risk too, but. Well, that's what I'm like now that I'm carrying Escrivala, probably not. But right. if I wasn't, I probably would. But I feel find, like bringing her, her into this would be weird. Yeah, get her because it's her a part of her. Of yeah, it's part of her. You guys both took your amulets off, like. And you're a third person that could get caught. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ma- yeah. Maybe I can be the alibi of our group or something. I don't know. I'm gonna go. So I exit the door, I see Elyon in the shadows, I can probably intend on where she's moving, and I'm gonna go the opposite direction. Okay. Does it, where, what's, yeah, what's Elyon gonna do in this, in these moments? Um, are we still round by round? Uh, we're kind of freeform right now. Kind of freeform. Well, she's going to, um, uh, and she doesn't really look like Elyon, although Crow might be able to see, like, her movements and stuff. You know, she's still trying to be a little... Oh, fair. ...not obvious. <laughs> I suppose. Um, you see a figure hiding in the shadows. <laughs> she's, she's like, working her way that way. I don't know how much commotion there is. It sounds like it's pretty quiet back here. So anyone moving back here is probably going to be pretty noticeable. Yeah. Um, I know that body anywhere. <laughs> she's going to... Um, as soon as she feels like... Can she roll a perception to see if anyone's watching her? Uh, like yes. a quick scan around. Yes, make Are there perception any check. Any eyes on her? Just crow. <laughs> I feel like being watched by crow. God damn it. <laughs> uh, 27, 29 with heightened awareness. Um, a a big drow with a drunk woman over his shoulder definitely spotted you. Um, I was <laughs> carrying a potato sack of a drunk drow. What was your, what was your check again? 29. You see a top the atop of the cyclic slime uh somebody like descending down the backside oh my god can i tell who it's too kind of dark to make out like who it is it's kind of a lanky figure do they see me uh it doesn't look like it doesn't look like it go to him (laughs) (sighs) it's either quava or donnie quava (laughs) Quava. fell in a cauldron or it's uh, an act azrenae dude Yeah, Cardinier. Cardinier. Everyone's favorite lanky boy. Uh, Screw it. She's just going to go invisible. Uh, And then, you know, whoever, someone will see her. Where would she go? Uh, And then if she still has a moment, she's going to pull out a potion. um, And she's going to pour it all over her body. Ooh, sip, sippy jacket. Yeah, she's gonna give herself a cure mod wounds shower. <laughs> Yummy, and it just absorbs into your cloak just immediately. Yeah, and she's never done it before. She's like, and then Whoa. and then a little straw pops out of the of the corner of it and like goes near your mouth and you you can sip it whenever you want. <laughs> Yummy. That's canonically how these work, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> and if she still has up. time, then she's gonna cast. Uh, um. What am I trying to cast here? Oh, she's going to cast Mirror Image. Okay. Do it up. A lot of sneaky shadows. Yeah, a lot of sneaky shadows oh, that are, invisible, in, that are shadows, invisible and yeah. can fly. Indeed. Man, you're a, you're a goddess. All right. She's trying. All right, all right. So, Elyon, Michael, is... So, we got Crow trying to just bring Escrivala away. Ilda, or... I can't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crow is bringing Escrivalo away. 
Ilda. I did it again. <laughs> I pointed right at, at Dween and said Ilda. Dween is leading Axima down some some alleyways. Uh-huh. Uh, Elion, what which what moves are you making to go where? Just so I can reorient everybody for the next part of this. Yeah, so she's going to follow down the alleyway, keeping a steady pace. Maybe, okay. I mean, um, I'm assuming they got a little bit of ahead of her, so mm-hmm. she's going to run a bit to catch up, and then she's going to stay within like 30 feet behind them. Just keeping the fly on reserve. Yep, she's still got the fly on. She's sticking to the shadows. Okay. Cool. You know what? Why not? She'll f- no, she'll keep walking. She will. She'll <laughs> stay on the ground. Sick. All right. All right. All right. Crow, what is your plan of attack for bringing Escarvala back? Are you going to, are you trying to hoof it all the way back? Uh, or are you going to, what are you doing? Is her, like, is her carriage still here? You can, you can definitely uh, try and bring her over to the carriage. It is a little bit of a disaster over there right now <laughs> as as lots of people are just leaving and running through that Good area. Um, but yeah. How far would it be if I were to just hoof it back? Um, Probably like a a 20 minute run <laughs> maybe like a 30 minute run with somebody on your back how long would the wait for the carriage be? <laughs> logistics uh, man uh what's the cue on that uh, waiting I, i'm running way? i'm we're taking this old school i'm, I'm running back to house von Arn. hell Just yeah buddy fireman carry do you baby carry how are you carrying her I would start fireman, and then if she squirms at all, I'll baby carry. Okay, <laughs> makes sense. I don't Hell know if yeah. she's passed out still. <laughs> all right, make me, make me a strength check. Okay, <laughs> just drops her. <laughs> well, you know, it could happen. I didn't even think about it. Just a straight yeah, strength she, modifier. Yep, just to kick this this thing off. Oh, that's a twelve. <laughs> all right, you're it. She, you're, she's you're able to carry her. Nice, um, great. But it starts getting like during the run, it's it gets heavy to carry somebody while running. Uh, fortitude save for me, please. Oh, wow, that's a fourteen. Fourteen, damn, bro. Give me one more. Fortitude save. Yeah. I'm jailing this dice. That's a sixteen. <laughs> uh, make me one more. Okay, this is a little better. 23. 23. That one's... Ba- so, here's what happens. You are running through the city, uh, partially through pe- other people kind of running through. You take you take 10 points of non-lethal damage as you exert your body to its, to its max to try to just get through this. And an explosion of endurance and power you are doing. Been a long time since you just went and worked out. Yeah. Damn. Um, Ouch. Owie. And um, by the time you make it to House Vonarch, uh, you are fully exhausted. And like you're barely hanging on to Escarvala oh, as, you, as you make it all the way up there. In your full armor, carrying a full person, yeah. running for 30 minutes straight. Oh, buddy. That was tough. It's it's bedtime, it's folks. Bedtime. Good, good night, good night everybody. Room and just yeah. toss her on the bed and fall in next to her. The action, the action's <laughs> done for me. Hell yeah. Good, good luck on your journey. Yeah, but fuck, dude. It was a very intense <laughs> run. Um, <laughs> That's some real Rambo. Yeah, I guess I would, you know, get up to the house just kind of panting. Is she still passed out? Like, Oh, yeah. she she's, She actually looks pretty comfy. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> I baby carry her up the noble quarters and I set her in bed and I just I kind of lay down just for an hour or so and just <laughs> see how I'm feeling. Hell yeah. Cut back over to Dween and Axima. You are so notably you took him down a back alleyway that wasn't kind of in the direction of, of where the, the crowd is going. He's like, uh-huh. where, where are we going? The carriage is back that way. The carriage has been compromised. Everything's fucked over there. We're going <gasps> to get help back here. You think? <gasps> yes, I'll find my way back through the city. Trust me. <laughs> Make a bluff check. Okay. <laughs> it's a one with 12. <sighs> you, no, I think that I think it would be much safer if we if we go back the other way. And halfway through the next block, he pulls his hand out. It's like, no, let's go this way. Ooh, okay. Then in that case, uh, I go into angry soldier mode and I say if you don't want to die right here in this back alley you're going to run with me because over there there's at least eight assassins with your family's name on it uh, intimidate? intimidate nice nat 20 
for 32. Uh, he looks visibly shaken by, by that realization. He's like, oh, oh, all right, I'll follow you. Uh, right. Where are we going? Cool. And then I just, uh, yeah, I grab him and what we've only, it's only a couple blocks, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, with my speed dragging him as fast as I can, I would say within like 20 seconds, I could probably get him there and I'm trying not to talk to him as much as possible. Uh, yeah. I dart my eyes around like I'm scanning for any any uh, enemies, but I'm actually looking for Donnie. Okay, make perception check. Uh, Ellen, you can make a perception check too as you're kind of flying overhead. I'm still walking, but still I'm, I'm going to cast a couple more spells on myself. <laughs> Fucking do it, buddy. While I've got the time here. <laughs> you just see me yelling at him. <laughs> so um, I'm going to say that my enchantment foil from this morning, 12 hours, probably wear her out. Uh, she's going to re-up on enchantment foil and um, she's going to re-up on her heroism mm-hmm. and she is going to cast shield of faith. Ooh. Hell yeah. 29 perception from Duane. Heck and yeah. Elyon's perception is a 24. 24. All right. Uh, Duane rounding, I think both of you, rounding the, the corner, um, you, you come across this alleyway that is fucking is, is barren nothing nothing going on down it um maybe just with the 29 you can maybe see some like some kind of just like distortion in the air around this area mm-hmm. um do you go down this final block into the step into the final block yeah actually to I uh, to put on the best show I actually slow him down and I say all right now we're gonna have to play it cool back here we're gonna have to just just act normal you know you're just a civilian oh, so uh, right. we, we slowly right, walk right. making him more of an easy target <laughs> nice um hmm let's see if you, if you can spot anybody um it doesn't look like there's anybody visible showing themselves out uh-huh. that even could be seen if they were in a line of sight as we get towards the alley then i uh do my last look around and i say all right let's tuck in here we'll uh we'll re- regroup our plan and then i tuck into that final all right you said he goes he goes okay and you tuck in you take a a couple steps in and then all sound goes away all sound goes away oh shit and then we'll pick up uh, here next time oh shit (laughs) oh come on I wanna say just so it doesn't get us uh oh that the person that was flying Ayan definitely was keeping eyes on him oh yeah yeah she was not like that's weird Doop-a-doop-a-doop. Oh, she was the guy like who jumped off the building or whatever. Guy was yeah. coming off the building. She was definitely like, "What's that dude's deal?" Yeah. Oh, I should. Okay, bringing it back in for a moment to clear up this question. Uh, after he gets down from the cyclic slime, you're watching him. He disappears into a shadow. that answers that <laughs> okay have a good night folks well <laughs> bye-bye it's probably the worst thing that could have happened uh ah! you have been taken into a shadow before that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you said the shadows dropped her off that just like made my fantasy brain tingle i was like uh, <laughs> it's exactly it's provocative. <laughs> you know, it's the, wording. What that means is it's, provoc- <laughs> it's whatever your brain can come up with. Go. It did get it's me going. only meant to make you think. <laughs> you know. So then the shadows dropped her off, and then blah, blah, blah. wait, what was that last part? Yeah, they, the shadows they grabbed her and dropped her off. Dropped her off. They consumed her and spat her out. So light has sentience now, or lack thereof. Light. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, baby. Shit, what's the word when you give inanimate objects uh, human descriptors? Anthropomorphizing? That, that one? It. Yeah. There's another one. Of there's personification. Another personification. <laughs> that's the one I was thinking of. It's like anthropomorphizing is like about animals, yeah, I think, specifically. Animals. Yeah. Too, anim- too <laughs> much animal. Animal. <laughs>
Yes. Yes, who indeed. Was on the, who was on the platform again? Uh, did I not Breathless. say her name? Breathless? Is yeah, that, that, that was Breathless. Yeah. I, I'm not, I, she <laughs> took our breath away and we both breathed into the mic. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't read the... Did I say I am breathless? Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 I was like, did I? Just, I, yep. I know I black out when reading things sometimes. Too. So like, you, you did. I just forgot. Perform this. Hell yeah, that was a fun little scene. To write. Yeah, I really liked that. I liked the drama scene coming in. That was fun. Man, Donnie must be like level twenty. Donnie's scary. <laughs> yeah, dude, Donnie's <laughs> fucked up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that uh, that sonic cone greater. No, shout greater. Was the spell that he did? Hell yeah. Which is a six level spell. Higher than me. Higher than anything I've got. Do you want to know how many d sixes he would have rolled? Mm, I'm guessing would have been fourteen. Twenty. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. A lot. You heard it here first. Don, Donnie Whitehand is a 20th level bard. I don't give a fuck. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. That's why no one fucks with He's him. a fucking legend, dude. <laughs> he, is a legend. he is a legend, dude. God damn. I, I couldn't so much smoke res- enough cigarettes to impress him. I just... <laughs> I have so much respect for that guy now. <laughs> yeah, I was making him. I was like, what's too high of a level? And I was like... What's too high? He was 20. like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's level 20. Because fuck it. <laughs> When else am I going to make a level 20 bard? I Never. Really, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, when you revisit, if we ever revisit for any reason the temple that uh, Andrew's at, make him a level 20 bard now since yeah. he's like a spirit. He's like, True I've that. had nothing but magic time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of ways like of him like escaping uh-huh. and then trying to find his, find a way to bring back a corporeal form of himself. And it would have had to do with something like he was able to train that thing enough to where he got it to like rip out a section of the building so he could like his spirit could remain with that section and his big thing could carry that section around and he could be a spirit moving with this big thing who's tied to a piece of stone that this crazy creature is carried around. What? You know what I'm saying so no. Andrew Andrew's spirit is oh, stuck Andrew, in Andrew I was thinking Donnie right now okay oh, what's happening Briggs. I was like what is Briggs happening is, Briggs is <laughs> okay Briggs's body's doing what he's spirit. trapped to that building uh-huh but I like Andrew's kind of tired of like he's the kind of a guy who might try to escape whatever uh-huh. his, his binds so <laughs> in order to escape his binds and try to find a corporeal form uh, to get around not being able to leave the confines of the building he has the big thing just break a bring a chunk of the building around and he can like stay tethered to that chunk of the building that's being carried around by a monster. Okay. Yep. You know yep. I like that. <laughs> yep. His big, his big dude just carries his, uh, what are they called in here? Horcrux. Kind of yeah, like, kinda, yeah. I just live in this little chunk of building. <laughs> just like he puts himself into a goblet or something. And this like giant creature just stumbles around yeah. carrying a goblet. It's definitely <laughs> hard to find people willing to work with him when yeah. the first introduction <laughs> is a big, a scary big creature big holding scary. a rock. And then, like, instead of it trying to talk at, like, the people, like, the goblet just, like, a yeah. ghost comes out, ghost and they're like, out. absolutely not. <laughs> no fun interacting with this guy. Just imagine some, sort, some part of the story, either the big thing gets sick, yeah. or it, like, runs off for some reason, or it oh, dies, and he's stuck where that rock is. Yeah, right. It's, like, the middle of the woods in a swamp. Oh, dude, that actually, that idea writes in perfectly with that creature because the creature likes him right now because it's like, this is my, this is my shiny pet that sings for me and it like brings him food and stuff like he's feeding him, but they get bored of their pets quite often. So yeah, he would be carrying it around and then get bored of him and leave, leave the rock somewhere. (laughs) Hey, hey, pick me up. Come back. And then, uh, you, the smart, then you just go too. into the Pathfinder lore. You pick up a campaign that's like hundreds of years later and has like a swamp involved for the start, and that's the beginning thing. Yeah. Like you find the goblet of Briggs. <laughs> <laughs> so no matter what, you just have a cheeky bard with you. <laughs> Fucking right. That'd be tight. <laughs> that's canon. It's canon. It's canon now. That literally happened. 